0: So, today we're in our series entitled A Grateful Life, A Grateful Life, Living a Grateful Life. Is it that hard? (laughs) Is it that hard to be grateful? It seems like it. It seems like it. But it doesn't have to be with you, right? You can live a grateful life by choice. You can live a grateful life by choice. How many have been challenging yourself daily over the last month that we've been on this series? How many, or almost a month, how many have been challenging yourselves, with watching the things that come out of your mouth. How many in here, you can say you've been, you've been challenging yourself, yes. I, I just think I, I encourage you to continue to do that. I mean, the rest of this month, just on purpose, because I gave you the challenge, but I encourage you just daily to be aware of not only what you're saying, but what you're focusing on. Because what you're focusing on, listen to me, don't forget this, what you are focusing on every day where your attention is given, that's going to come out of your mouth. What you're giving attention to in any way, shape, or form, I don't care what it is, negative or positive, it will eventually come out of your mouth. And by choice, you can show gratitude and have gratitude toward God and thank Him out of any difficult situation. The Bible says so. And we're gonna, I'm going to remind you of it again today. But you can be in a good situation and with your mouth find yourself in a bad situation. You can lead yourself out of good into ugly just by the words of your mouth. You've heard me give this example. I read it in a Reader's Digest one time, and science figured this out. The Bible already told us this. If anybody had been in the Bible, they'd have figured it out in the Bible. But science figured this out, that negative words destroy and life-giving words produce good things. I read this in a Reader's Digest that they had done a a study, a 30-day study with a plant. How many have heard this story? A bunch of you. 30-day study with a plant in a room. It was two different rooms, and there there was a plant in each room. And each plant was watered and cultivated and had sunlight exactly the same. But one hour a day, somebody went in the room and spoke one room that they, they cursed that, that flower, commanded it to die, and then it just told the flower all kinds of ugly things like it was a person. And someone else went in the room in the other room and spoke positive things and words of life over the plant and if it, if, they're tr- if it was true, what, what was in the article, they showed the picture of the two plants after 30 days. One was withered up, literally it was leaned over, withered up, the, the, the leaves were dark, and it was watered and cultivated and taken care of just like the other one, and the other one was flourishing. Because the Bible says, death and life are in the power of what you say. And you know what? That's a choice every single day. It's a choice. Part of the problem is, and that's what I want to look at today, part of the problem is some of the things that we say, we're convinced it's okay we say them. That's what we have to get out of. And it's not just talking ugly about other people. It's it's a mindset about how positive I'm going to be versus how negative that I can be and it's so easy to be because we live in a negative world. Everything out there is is, is negative. You know, because when, when you teach this and you talk this and you live this, what you experience is it's very difficult to overcome the negative. Very easy to slip into the mode uh, uh, of just being negative and and just flowing with everybody else. But to overcome the negative and be positive and, and live in the rewards that that positive thinking and declaration will produce takes a whole lot more work. And it takes a whole lot more time because what you're up against is a whole society that's negative. I want you to raise your hand if you've ever heard this statement. Just, I want you to raise your hand. You asked for a direction somewhere and somebody said, go to the third go light and turn right. Anybody ever heard that statement before? Ever? You heard that before? Okay, I got one. Anybody else? You've heard that before? Okay, a couple of people. Go to the third go light and turn right. No, it's the third stop light. Everything, I mean, there's a, I mean, what does a green light mean? Go. What does a red light mean? Stop. So why can't it be a go light? or at least a yield light. (laughs) Go to the third yield light and turn left. What? Oh, you mean the stoplight? Because everybody thinks in that realm. You know why? Because the God of the system is the devil. So, We've got to overcome the system by framing our worlds with gratitude. And when what you frame in the form of gratitude cannot be moved by the unthankful, it can't be moved by the unthankful negative flow that's out there. When you get to that place, then you'll get quick results in your life the same way that you do when you're negative. You notice, when you expect negative things, all of a sudden they happen before you even think about it almost, because you're already in that vein. You're already in the flow. we got to stop the flow. My challenge in the last three weeks in my own life, I'll just give you this little piece of it, is... Making sure that every negative thought is being dealt with. Every ungrateful thought, I'm dealing with it right then. Right then. So, I was... I was driving out to West Texas. I was going to a conference on Thursday and Friday, and I was in West Texas, uh, coming back from San Angelo, and uh, I got to the little little town of Eden, not too not too far from here, and it was about thirty miles from forty miles from San Angelo to the east. And when I I pulled up to a stoplight, and when I and and I'm telling you this because this is what God's challenging me on. Pulled up the stoplight. And uh, this car cut me off while I was, here's, this, here's the go light, <clears throat> and, uh, and I'm getting about right here, and a guy's coming out of a convenience store that's right at the corner of that highway, and he just pulls out in front of me. And I could feel myself, you know, You know, those kind of times, because of the way that I was raised, nobody ever taught me, even after I got born again, nobody ever taught me to deal with those thoughts. So being aggravated with traffic has been something that has been a big thing for me to overcome. But the moment that happens, see, if, if you give in to your dislike of somebody you don't even know from just a little traffic move. If you meditate on that, you're sitting there and you're looking at him and you're thinking all this kind of stuff. It's going to come out of your mouth. Who does he think he is? What's the deal with that? You know, I just need to let him know what he did. He cut me off. You know, all kinds of things will come to you like that. And if you start talking that, you're in the negative flow. And right then when that happened, and... and I'm, I've, I already do this but I'm doing it more than I ever have before. You 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 may think this is silly but it depends on what results you want that will determine whether you think this ex- example is silly when you relate it to examples in your own life. I sat there and I said this. Father, I thank you that that car didn't hit me. I thank you that That person right there probably is a good person. I just thank you for them. They're probably in a hurry. They probably got to be somewhere. Uh, I'm, I'm grateful that I was that that I didn't hit the gas and and make them know that they were trying to cut me off, that I backed off and I let them go. I'm, I'm, I'm so grateful that I have the wherewithal and the self-control not to give in to something like that. Father, I just thank you for this great day. I thank you for the great conference I just came from. I thank you, Lord, for the word that was sown there. The enemy will not steal that word by you allowing some traffic situation to affect me. Lord, I'm just so grateful today for how good you are. And you know... He went straight, and I turned right, and I never thought another thing about that guy till right now. (laughs) I thought, there's a good example. That's what I'm working on to a greater level than I've ever worked on in my life because I don't want any of the negative world, the system, the thinking to affect my gratefulness. Say this after me. I am grateful right? Are we grateful people? Aren't you grateful for how great God is? Huh? How good is God? But I promise you there's an enemy after that gratefulness. And it's already set up. It's already out there. I mean, I mean it, it, it's not just out there. It's wherever we are that we allow it because it's everywhere because all of us have some of that contamination on us that we're getting rid of. All of us. All of us. Some people think that living this kind of a life is not that important. But at the end of the day, if it's based on the scriptures that we've been reading in the last few weeks, at the end of the day, if it's God's will for your life, to be grateful and thankful in everything, in everything, then we've got to pursue it, and we've got to make the choice every time that we have an opportunity to be ungrateful and unthankful for a situation and not allow our minds to meditate on that and then eventually come out of your mouth. Because what you're meditating on will make its way into words coming out of your mouth. And then... When you hear yourself say that, and you don't stop yourself, you're contaminating yourself. And you're keeping yourself in that negative flow that's out there. And yet, we have the power, through the Lord Jesus Christ, through the person of the Holy Spirit, through the living Word of God, we have the power to shut it all down and be the ones in control in the earth. Because man, when you're not just talking about being grateful, but you're living a grateful life, you're in control. You know why? Because nobody can mess with you. <laughs> like, like the guy in the car. I mean, that shouldn't bother me, right? But it did for years. So, so you ever been, you ever like felt like you got over something in life? And then all of a sudden, one day, about six months later, something happens and it tries to drag you back into that same place again? Right? Yeah. That's just life. Huh? When, when, when you see things like that happen, just start laughing. <laughs> Woo! Glory to God, you're not getting me. Because he's after you. Who cares? He's defeated. Can't do anything to us. Except what we allow him to. Just laugh at him. <laughs> you're an idiot. You're an idiot. I don't care what that guy does. Because there'll be a whole lot worse things than that that potentially try to get to your goat and mess you around and upset you and frustrate you in every single way. But I'm not letting anything happen. Can you say amen? I'm not letting any of it affect my life because I am grateful to be alive, to be in the kingdom. I'm grateful for my family. I'm grateful for this church. I'm grateful for my friends. I'm grateful for, I, I'm just grateful. I'm grateful that I, I know how to pray and that I like to pray. I'm grateful that I'm, I know the word and I'm a doer of the word. I'm grateful that the word works. And I'm grateful that God's got my back and, I mean, he's got me covered. He, 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 the steps of a righteous man are ordered to the Lord. And Burt Wimberly is righteous because he knows it. Hmm? I know it. I'm righteous because of what he did, but I know I am because of what he did. I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. I know that. I believe it. And no matter what happens in life, no matter how difficult times come or don't come, how good it is or how, how appears not to be good, it's all good in him. And it doesn't matter. So you can rejoice. These foundational scriptures, I'm just going to read a few of them just to remind you of them because I want you to see something about them. Today. 1 Corinthians 15 57 says, But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ, who gives us the victory. When, When is that? He gave us the victory, but he gives us the victory. Thanks be to God who gives us the victory. Through faith in our Lord Jesus Christ. That's when. That's today and future. So what is that? That's faith. You have to thank God in faith. You have to receive your victory in faith. It doesn't come just because we deserve it. Because we don't. It comes because we believe that what He did causes us to deserve it. Totally different. Verse that's similar to that, 2 Corinthians 2 and 14. Now, thanks be to God who always leads us. Future. By faith. Right? He always leads us in triumph in Christ. He always leads us. Always. How often? Always. Always. Not some of the time. He always leads me, but how? It's in faith. You have to trust that tomorrow he's there to lead me. The next day he will lead me. I have nothing today to do but give him thanks. God, I thank you. Thank you that I'm... I mean, I mean, around you can be all kinds of things that even appear like they're falling apart, but God... But God, you are the God of this day. You made this today. I'm rejoicing today. I'm giving you glory and praise. I don't care what it looks like today. This day is a great day. And listen to me. When days are great, when you're having good days, there's no day like those days to be making sure you're giving God glory, honor, and praise for how good he is. Can you say amen to that? It's not just when things are difficult. Thanking him every day. Because he's the source. And without him, we can do nothing. With him, we can do all things. Can you say amen? 1 Thessalonians 5 and verse 16. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, and in everything, in everything, give thanks. This is the will of God in Christ for your life. That, That passage has just like settled in my heart. It's, settled. it's God's will that I don't thank him for everything. I thank him in the midst of everything. Yeah, right. And it's important that you see that. He didn't say thank him for everything. Yeah, Pastor, you don't know this person I'm working with, or you don't know, you know, my spouse has been ugly, and, you know, I, I'm, I'm really not thankful for the way they're acting. No, but you thank him for how great he is. So you get your eyes off of what you think the problem is and make sure it stays on what the problem is. And the key and the answer to every situation is praise. You can praise your way out of anything. You can thank your way out of anything. You can have a grateful heart that produces a grateful life that there's not anything you can't face and come through. Because you've learned to thank Him, to show gratitude to Him for all that He's done, in the midst of everything that you come against, that's the will of God for your life. That's why you have to be practicing this every single day. And if you're not taking serious what I've challenged you to do, that when you are negative, write it down. Remind yourself how many times in a day that things just slip out of your mouth. But what are you doing? You're you're, you're Helping, you're preparing yourself to stop it. In other words, the, the situation with the guy in the car, I could have said that, but because of, because of a daily routine that I've developed over the years and because I've worked on this area because I realized it was a big thing. Other, other areas that, that I see other people struggling, you, you can look at what someone else is struggling through and, and you can think, well, you know, I don't, I don't ever deal with that. At least I'm not that bad. Yeah, but how many people have such a difficult time as I've had dealing with people that drive cars? <laughs> how stupid is that? Where did that come from, right? So I don't care what it is, but, but when, when that guy pulled in that day, I, I haven't even been challenged in my head like that in a long time. But when he did that, it was, I was already prepared. I was already prepared to handle it. I'm not giving into it. I'm not giving into it. I don't care what I have to do. I don't care if I have to back up all the way to San Angelo. Hmm? Get over on the frontage road and I'm gonna back my car up all this way to San Angelo so I don't get in strife with someone else. That I don't even know. And they're gonna never even know that I was upset. And I'm gonna let that ruin other things in my life. No way. Everybody say, no way. way. Absolutely no way. But it starts day to day, being aware, writing down what the Holy Spirit shows you about what needs to change of negativity in your life. What you're allowing to remain. What you're allowing to remain. Only you can make that change. Other people can't make that, but they can encourage you. I'm encouraging you today. I'm giving you the word in how to do it. But you have to make the choice. Philippians 4 and verse 6. And I'm reading this out of the New Living. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Don't worry about anything except... What's coming tomorrow afternoon? Don't worry about anything except, well, you know, i got to deal with all family at Thanksgiving. I just hate doing that. Don't worry about anything, he said, but pray about everything. Don't worry about anything. So when worry comes, did it say worry didn't come? No, he said what he's saying is don't give in to worry. Instead, replace that with giving God thanks. You say, "Well, no," but it said to pray that—that's what prayer is. Prayer is connecting with God. You connect with God through His Word. Worry about nothing. Thoughts come, then you meditate on that. Begins to come out of your mouth. Now it's beyond worry into fretting and everything else. Now you're carrying out those actions. You stop it when the worry comes. No, Father, I thank you. You've got me covered in this. And the word that you know that addresses that situation is what gives you the peace and the assurance that God really does have you covered. But if you don't practice it, you'll never get good at it. I don't care how much word you know in your head. If you don't practice it, you'll never get adjusted to being good at following through every single time. I'm just telling you, I I am so excited about never missing it again. You know how many times he's used the word always in the scriptures we just read? He always causes me to triumph. If what? If I choose what he says to do. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, and in everything give thanks. If I choose to do that, I don't have to miss it. Just because I had a thought about the guy that cut me off in the traffic at the stoplight there, just because I had the thought doesn't mean I missed it. We can't control the thoughts that come, it's what we do with the thoughts. And it's the Word of God being revelation in us because we've been developing it and practicing it that gives us the wherewithal to accomplish that in the moment. (coughs) Excuse me. I don't know why I turned that way (coughs) because I turned that way and you still got it in the microphone. Um, Right? Right. So if if we're going to embrace... Everything that God has given us to do. And he says, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank Him. And in parentheses, when when I copied this, I typed in, be grateful for all that He has done. Right? That's my job. That's what I've got to apply when the thoughts come. If I wait till after I feel like it, you'll never feel like it, and then it's on top of you, and now you've said all kinds of ugly things and said stuff and told other people about somebody else or some situation, and now you've got other people in agreement with you. I mean, I'm telling you, it's nonstop out there. But not in my little world. I'm framing my world with the Word and I'm doing the Word and I'm putting it to work and I'm developing a grateful heart like never before to where nothing that comes can cause me to be ungrateful for how good God is. I may not like what happens, I may not like situations, but man, God is good all the time. Can you say amen to that? Everybody say, God is good all the time. Come on, right? He is good all the time. That's what I'm thanking Him for. My thanksgiving is centered around all that He has done. God, so grateful that You've healed my body. So grateful that You've healed my body. Do you realize, I've had something just in my body that's kind of been irritating me for a while. Just something, you know. There's times such stuff will attack our bodies or irritate our bodies, or something has been irritating my body for a little while. And when you go to the healer about your body, it's amazing the relationship that you can develop with him about healing in your body. The only thing is you have to be really open, you have to be really open to what he begins to tell you about what healing looks like in his book, because his book is not tangible. (laughs) I mean, the Bible's tangible to us, but his book is so much farther in the details of the, what the words is saying to us. And that comes from relationship. That comes from the person of the Holy Spirit revealing to me what He wants me to know about healing that is, it's not beyond by His stripes I'm healed, but it's included in that. There's things He'll show me about what I need to do. There's things that He'll show me that maybe are something... You know, even medical that could help you in a situation that you're facing. It's amazing what you can get from Him. And it's never the same for anybody. It's always different because your life is different than mine. And that's what's so beautiful about our relationship with God. He adapts to any, every person's situation, it's glorious. But when you begin to develop that grateful, thankful attitude and heart about all that He's done for you across the board, what comes out of that relationship is what you can't, you really, a lot of times you can't even explain it to people. When someone asks you, you know, how did that happen for you? Well, you know, God never spoke to me in an audible voice. I never had a visitation from an angel. I never this, that, or the other. I just know. It just comes to me. It comes to me from the times that I spend meditating on the Word and studying the Word, from, from developing my ability to hear what He's trying to get over to me. Have you ever been somewhere, you were driving and, and, and you were going somewhere, and you just, you don't know, you didn't hear an audible voice, but you just knew, I'm not supposed to go that way. Anybody ever been there? Yeah, where you, were you heard something like that? That's, that's God. But, but, but you see, there's times when people want to hear things like that under every little, you know, every situation where they can't even function in life because they're stopped at a stoplight and they won't move because they're asking God which way to go. No, I'm talking about you got the plan, you know what you're going to do, you're going to accomplish that, and then all of a sudden he changes the plan. That doesn't happen a lot, but there are times when I just know or I've asked him about something and he wants my time to get over to me what he wants to give me in an answer and that answer isn't always how you think it's going to come. And it's not an answer that you would get from anybody else. But what we're all being led to is a relationship where we know God through the person of the Holy Spirit and what he reveals to us in given situations. And the more we practice that, the better off we are in helping others to trust God. You don't want people to trust you. And they, and they will for a while. If you're leading somebody and helping somebody, they'll trust you for a while. But ultimately, you want them weaned. And you want them over onto Him. Can you say amen? You want them to have a personal relationship with Him. Now, I'm not talking about being born again. Born again is one thing. That's the day you got born. Like in the natural Then there has to be development time. But over a certain period of time in the natural, the child has to be weaned. Right? Over time, they're weaned. And in the spiritual, the same thing has to happen so you have a real relationship with God. And it's not through everybody else. It's Him. And I can just tell you where that has been accomplished in me in a supernatural way is developing this life of gratitude. There's nothing like it. You don't ever have to be mad at anybody. You you don't have to take the offense of another person for the rest of your life. I mean, there are people, somebody looks at them wrong and they get offended. Maybe they were just thinking about something else. Hmm? You know the Holy Spirit will tell you that? Holy Spirit will say, "Let me be moved by that." They were just thinking about something that had nothing to do with you. You know how many times that happens? Somebody get mad and offended with because somebody didn't say something right, or people. I can't tell you the people that have been offended with me. I, like I was talking to somebody else and I didn't shake their hand or something when they left church. I mean, through the years, I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've gotten reports back. Somebody left the church because I didn't shake their hand. You know, Like, I was up here preaching, thinking, man, that Jessica over there, I, mean, I, I want to make sure I'm talking to somebody else so I don't have to say any. I mean, like, you think that kind of stuff? But that'll never change. It'll never change until you choose to change it and give God glory and praise every day in every situation thanking him for how good he is and all he's done for you and allowing him to speak to you and show you what truth is in every situation it'll never happen it'll never happen I want to end with this verse I love this verse this passage I'm going to read this out of the Amplified Hebrews 13 and verse 5 looks like it's about three verses in the Amplified, but it's one. Let your character or moral disposition be free from the love of money, including greed, lust, and craving for earthly possessions, and be satisfied with your present circumstances and with what you have. For He, God, Himself has said, I will not in any way fail you, nor give you up, nor leave you without support. I will not, I will not, I will not, and in case you didn't get it right there, I'll say it again, I will not, in any degree, leave you helpless, nor forsake you, nor let you down, relax my hold on you, assuredly not. In any and every situation, not just where money's concerned, what he's talking about right there, but in every situation. He said, be content, not satisfied, but content with where you're at right now. You know why that's so important? Listen to me when I say this. You know why that is so vital? It's so important to be content with where you're at so you're not driven by where you're not. It's so important to be so grateful for what He's done for you today and have that grateful attitude and that grateful heart on a daily basis. Acknowledging that. Being content with where you're at. Looking around and so grateful for what you have. Not satisfied. Yeah, we all want more. But if more is motivating you, it's going to destroy you. If where you're not at is motivating you where you can't even enjoy the flowers and the things around you and all the good things that God has done, it'll destroy you. And the key is a grateful heart. Thankfulness. Acknowledging how absolutely good God is. You know what? I'll just tell you this. The problem is when you're not doing that, you probably wouldn't tell me that, but maybe you've told other people this. You're not sure God will do for you. You're not sure God is that good to you. That's an that's a, that's a honest, natural way to think if you're not practicing what I'm talking about. You're the one in charge. Many people don't believe, when you say things like this, that God is really that, absolutely good. Because they don't spend their days developing a grateful and a thankful heart. And if you don't, you're not going to know how good God is. You're in the driver's seat of seeing the manifestations of what God's already done for you happen and manifest in your life. You're in the driver's seat. He put us in that place. He did. He did the work. He did it all. I'm not talking about me doing something else. No, no, no. He did it all. Now I've got to be on the receiving end of all that he's done for me and it takes that development of the grateful thankful heart so you can live in a grateful life.